Yo, what up, guys? Nathan back once again with another episode of the Unplugged Freedom Podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, a, a story that is is very interesting. It's it's very spiritual in a way to me. Uh, we're going to cover things like um, uh, what is that? The the power of uh, the law of attraction uh, kind of ideal. Some people call it God. Uh, uh, for me personally, I, I kind of just call it the universe. Um, it's something I haven't actually talked about in a long time, and it's something that actually not a lot of people know about. Uh, but it, it is it is something that kind of really shifted me in in um, in my um, spiritual journey, you could say. And it's it, it's it's a big part of my life because I I wouldn't be where I am today with without this life I wouldn't be who I am without this life and so what basically like where do we begin this is this is way back in 2009 this is what we're talking about 2009 so that's that's 11 years ago 2009 March actually so we're coming up to what nine years no 11 years actually coming up to 11 years ago wow it's so crazy to think that it was 11 years how old am I 34 that was 23 years old it's crazy so I was in the military and it was actually uh, Friday the 13th for the longest time after this I was actually afraid of um, Friday the 13th I was I was haunted by it afterwards every time one came along like I was I was scared of it and so so I was in the military and in the military the uh, drinking is a very common thing it's a very it's part of the culture right and so I I was kind of like yeah, I did drink, but I wasn't like big into it. Like once in a while, I might have a few drinks, you know, we'd go out party and whatever, but it wasn't like huge into it, like all the time. Like I had to be like feeling it. And so anyways, um, what happened is we got off early on a Friday, Friday the 13th. And our boss says, we're going down to this bar. Come on down. And I was like, I don't really want to go. He's like, you have to be there. And I was like, ah, whatever. And back then I drove like a little uh, 2001 Volkswagen Jetta. It was a uh, navy blue, actually. I just bought it. I, yeah, I just bought it, like, uh, say, six months earlier, I think. 2008? Yeah, I think, like, six months earlier. And so what happened was um, I go there, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, fine. I'll, I'll go for go for a drink. And so you have all the guys there, young, hot-headed guys, you know, like, just fucking drinks are flying. And you have one and then you have two, and then you have three, and then you're at the point where you're kind of like, okay, I don't think I can drive anymore. And this is actually what happened. I I, um, I went to my car, and I got changed out of my uniform because I knew I wasn't going to be driving. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to drive anymore. So uh, I just got changed into like whatever clothes I had in, the, in my car. And so I go back, because at that point, I was like, I can't drive. I might as well just you know party with the guys and beer after beer and then came shots and then beer and then um next thing you know um what happened was i I was living in edmonton at the time and i lived in a place called clairview and i I, where we were partying wasn't even that far like away 
And that's usually when this kind of thing happens is when you're not that far away because your mindset thinks that it's not that far, I'll be fine. So what happened, this is 2009, um, March 13th, Friday the 13th. And I, I blacked out and apparently I got in my car and I was driving home and there's this five point intersection. Yeah, I believe it's a five point intersection, not even that far from my place. And all I remember is I had my phone in my hand and I'm, I'm trying to call somebody and then somebody's over my, my shoulder. It's dark, it's wet. And I'm like trying to like use my phone. They're like, they're like, can I help you? And I was like, I'm trying to call my girlfriend. And that was pretty much all I knew from there. I woke up in the hospital and then that's when they had told me that I was drunk and I crashed my car. I didn't just crash my car. I apparently was going like close to 100 kilometers an hour, smashed into a telephone pole, knocked the telephone pole down, flipped my car and the lady who was there, she said it was like slow motion. You just flew out of, you just flew from nowhere into the middle of the inter intersection upside down just and she said it's like the whole world had stopped in that moment and um, apparently I, I crawled out and then that's when I started to like try to take my phone out and so um, so I'm in the hospital and they're telling me that I crashed my car and I remember I, I remember this like this I remember crying my eyes out in the hospital because I, 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 I would never do something like this. I would never get in my car and uh, like drive my car while I was drunk. But when I was when I blacked out, apparently I did, and it it, it just killed me inside. It, it was it was so hard. It was just incredible. And no matter like, like how many times they said, they're like, Nathan, you didn't hurt anybody. It's fine. You're okay. Everybody else is okay. It, it's okay. Like, you know, but I was just bawling my eyes. I was crying my eyes out and I just, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I had done. And just no matter how many times they told me, I could not, I could not stop. And so, so anyways, um, what happened was we, the police came and my blood was taken and uh um you know eventually i was released from the hospital and i remember being at home and because i was because i blacked out i don't really i, I didn't really remember it so it was a very interesting feeling because we go home and and i walked away from this without a scratch i well i might have had a little scratch but that's it like I actually bought another Volkswagen Jetta just because of this accident, just because I walked away from it. And so I remember that weekend, I'd be like sitting on the couch and I would be watching a show and I was going through like these internal, um, uh, what's that word? Um, like these internal turmoil, you know, um, because I would be watching a show and then for a moment I would enjoy myself and then all of a sudden your your brain would be like how dare you enjoy yourself 
do you know what you just did? You know, and then I'd kind of like pull my back, uh, pull myself back from enjoying myself and be like, oh shit, you know, like I shouldn't be enjoying myself. I, I did something horrendous this weekend. And so time kind of went on and um, I, I can't remember. I think I lost my license for like um, 90 days or something. I think that's how it actually started. And they're like, yeah, you, you don't have your license. And I was like, okay. So I didn't have my license, and uh, which was fine. Um, and then um, I, I've never been in a situation like this before. And I've never... Uh, like never been in a situation like like this so i didn't know how the whole thing works so anyways um I, I got a court date it was like a letter and they were like you have a court date on this time and i was like okay so i go down to the courthouse and i like i i thought i lost my license and i was like okay and thought i'd like pay a fine and that was it and i was like okay i like because because i don't i don't i don't know anything about this I, i've never dealt with anything like this before and so the i'm waiting at this courthouse and the guy calls my name he says nathan yeah and he's standing at the door and he says uh what are you what are you gonna do today are you gonna plead innocent are you plead guilty like what are you gonna do i was like i'll just plead guilty and he looks at me and he's like do you know what happens when you plead guilty and i was like um no <laughs> like i was just young i was like 23 years old and you know just naive as hell and uh, i was like no i did like what he's like you're gonna lose your license uh when you do get it back you're gonna pay incredible amounts of insurance um you're gonna pay a huge huge fine um and then you're gonna have a criminal record and that criminal record is gonna follow you for the rest of your life and he just was going on this stuff and i was like wait wait what i'm like what and i was just like so shocked he's like you don't you don't have to plead guilty today he says we can extend it for you if you want to like try and sort something out i was like what what do i do he says well i can give you a phone number and you can call and to get a lawyer and then they can talk you further through it i was just like okay just just give me a moment and i remember sitting back down in this waiting area just like overcome with like emotion because i was like what do i do i was like I, i'm like i don't i'm like i don't i don't know what to do i'm like what the hell's what the hell am i gonna do and so then um i uh I was like, okay, let, let's let's extend it. I can't remember how long he could extend it for. I think it was like 30 days, 60 days. I think it was like 60 days. He extended it for. And so then uh, I was like, hey, let's do that. So he gives me this phone number. It's like a 1-800 number. And I remember I call up and like, I have no idea like what I'm going to do, what I'm going to say, any of this. So I call up this number, the first number. Actually, no, the 1-800 number gives you like three different numbers. So... I call. I connect with the first one, and the guy's just an asshole. He's like, "What would you like?" I was like, "And I'm trying to explain my situation because I've never been in a situation like this before, and I have no idea which how or how to even come about it." And I'm trying to explain it. He's like, "Get on with it. Let's go." He's like, "What do you want?" And I'm like, "I don't know, man." I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, I don't know." Like, I, I. That's why I'm calling you. And so then uh, I was just basically like hung up on him. I was like, "Fuck that guy," and. uh I remember after that call, I was just like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? 
The second phone, I, I never remember, like, no matter how hard I uh, think about it, I never remember the second phone call. I just remember, like, it was just so whatever that I was just kind of like, I don't remember it. But then I was like, okay, I have one more phone number to call. And I call this phone number. And they start they start explaining and listening to me and, you know, understanding my situation and kind of explaining, like, what the process would be like. And I'm, like, thinking okay okay um he says well come on down and uh we'll talk about it further i said okay so i go down to the office and he's talking to me about it he says well this is what happens cost you fifteen hundred dollars i will get the police report and then i will go through it and i'll consider a case and then if you want to proceed further it'll cost you ten thousand dollars and then we can put a case together for you. He says, but the initial is the $1,500. I was like, holy shit. I'm like, I don't have fucking $1,500. And I was like, okay, um, let's extend it again. So we extended my court date again and I came up with $1,500. I was like, here's $1,500. And he's like, okay. So then he uh, goes through his process and then he comes back and he says, okay, he's like, so I got this together. Let's uh, sit down again. So he sits down, he goes through like this whole thing with me after he looks through and it's, it's very interesting. And um, uh, it's interesting. Like, I don't know if you've ever dealt with a, like a lawyer before. Um, it's my very first time and hopefully only time I've ever will have to deal with a lawyer. But, you know, he, he, he brought this case and he said, um, the the officer was listening and writing things down before he ever read you your his rights um he was assuming he's like you were just in a, a very um very bad accident and he was making the assumption that you were under the influence when you had just been in a very um bad car crash which um he's not allowed to put his his um his um opinion forward and then um, there were there were I, I kept the paper for the longest time, but unfortunately, you know, time life happens and you lose things, and so um, it had the whole like thing, and and so he he um, there's another thing that was like when they took my blood, they're supposed to tell you that this won't injure you or um, cause you death or whatever. They're supposed to say two things, which they only said one. They what else did they do? There, there was a few things and it was, it was very fascinating to see, uh, when he had put this all together and this is just from the police report. And I, I was like, okay, so that's what I paid $1,500 for. And I was like, now what? He's like, well, um, if you want to move forward, it's going to cost you $10,000. And what's going to happen is we're going to put the whole entire case together. And then, um, we just go to court and hope that we have a um, a judge who will listen to our case. And I was like, so I'm paying $10,000 for a maybe? He's like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but I'm like, but what about all those commercials that are like, don't pay unless you win kind of thing? He's like, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. So I didn't, I didn't have fucking $10,000. And I was like, where the fuck am I going to get $10,000 from? <sighs> so 
I went and I took out a loan that's probably worse than a fucking credit card uh, on interest rate. And well, actually, no, no, let's 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 back up. So I was going back and forth. So we extended my my thing again. And I'm just like, give me give me some time. So we go from March. Um, I, I don't know, like we're in like September ish, October ish now. And I'm kind of like, I'm going back and forth. And I'm like, man, what do I do? I'm like, I did that on one end on one end of the spectrum. I did that. I fucking got drunk, I blacked out, I didn't control myself, and I fucking drove my car and I crashed. I did that. And I'm the kind of person that I, I, I'll loan up to my stuff. But there was one piece of that puzzle that I kept coming back to. And that was the fact that if I was conscious and aware, I never, never would have ever did that. And I know that for a fact. And it was only because I was blacked out. That's the only reason why I did it. And I know for a fact, if I was conscious and aware, I never in my life would have ever done something like that. And so that's what I kept coming back to. So, and I, I remember even like we had this one boss who it was when I was in the military, I had to tell my boss and everything. And this, this guy was just a prick and, um, I remember I was telling him, I was like, yeah, I've, I've got a lawyer that I might go with. And he's like, why would you get a lawyer? He's like, you're guilty. You did it. He's like, fucking own up to it. He's like, why do you, why, why would you waste money on a lawyer when you're guilty? He's like, you know, you're guilty. And he just fucking just hammered it into me. And I was like, man, fuck this guy. This guy's lucky. He's a captain right now, you know, like, or else he'd be eating this fucking desk right now. And, uh, I remember walking out of that office and I was just like, like so broken down. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. But that was the one thing that I kept coming back to was if you were if you were conscious and aware, you never ever would have done such a thing. And so so I kept coming back around this and I was like I, I, I don't know, like it was just something inside of me knew that I had to fight this. It's just me, who I am personally, I had to fight this. And if I lose, I lose, but at least I stood up and I fought for it. And I stood up for what I believed in. So I went, found a place that would give me a loan at a ridiculous fucking interest rate, I always remember. And I go back to the office, I'm like, here you go. Here's your money and let's do it he's like okay great now like i said we're in like september october time he calls me up he says okay we have a court date from march 1st 2010 i was like dude that is like um october november december january february march that's like six months away i'm like what so so from from that day until March 1st, every single day, my stress level was just going up that little bit more. Because here I took out a loan for a maybe that if I, that if I don't win this case, um, I, I spent over $11,000 for nothing. 
then it's gonna be way over but just because of the fucking interest rate right so i'm like oh my god but then at the same time i'm i'm fighting for what i something that i believe in like that that was the number one thing that's why i made this decision to take out a ridiculous loan at the time and and do this because like i said i just bought another car of the same car and so i didn't have you know money floating around so um every day the time is that the, the clock was ticking just every single day my stress level was going up and up and up and then it was getting worse and it was getting worse and it was getting worse and this is where this is where the 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 story gets uh interesting and sorry if i kind of you know it's 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 a very it's a very um um it's a, very, it's a very important, you know, piece of my life, and I wouldn't be where I am today without this whole thing. And I, I it, it's anyway. So we are a week away, a week away from March first of two thousand and ten. This is my last year in the military. My contract is ending in December. It's March two thousand ten, and I lost my promotion because of this. Um, and also because I wasn't signing my next freaking uh, uh, contract, like it was, it was just shit. Um, it's a week before, and I'm driving driving home from work. And when you leave the base, there's there's two ways you can take. There's like the main road you can take, and then there's like this gravel road you can take. So I took like the gravel road. So you go like south of the base, the south exit. So I went south, and then. Um, as you go down you take a left and then it turns into like a gravel road and so then i like take this uh gravel road and i'm going down and my my stress level was just like through the roof and i had to pull over i remember i pulled over on the side of the road just i just stopped and i pulled over on the side of the road and i everything that i was feeling was boiling up to the top and it was coming out and i just let it out I started hammering on my steering wheel, just fucking laying the fist into my steering wheel, slamming my fist down and just yelling and screaming. And one of the biggest things is that I was, I was yelling that I'm sorry. I said, I'm sorry. I fucked up. I'm sorry. Just please leave me alone. Please. I, I learned my lesson. I'll never do it again. I fucked up. I know I fucked up. Just please leave me alone. And I, like, you have no idea. Like, I was just fucking going hard in this car, yelling and screaming. And that, that was really how I felt was that I know I fucked up. Okay. And, but the thing is, is I learned my lesson. And I was just letting that energy out. And then finally, after a few minutes of this, I calmed down and I'm sitting there just in my car by myself. And, you know, this is just right after work. And, and I, uh, I just finally like pulled myself together and, you know, I got, I got tears coming out and I was just so, so distraught because, because that's really how I felt is I, I know that I fucked up except I learned my lesson and I really, I really did. And, and I was just hoping some way, somehow that, you know, that, um, I would get through this. 
and so then uh, I, I, I pull myself together and I drive the rest of the way home. I'm at home and just kind of like doing whatever. And then um, the girlfriend's there and we're just kind of like whatever. And then we got, we got into an argument about something. I can't remember what we were arguing about. Probably something stupid. And then um, I remember my, my phone was upstairs on the computer desk. And in the middle of our argument, uh, it started vibrating. And you could hear it, you know, just vibrating on the desk up there in the middle of the argument. But I didn't get it. So, so then, like, we just, like, argued. And she's like, whatever, I'm going to the grocery store. And then she laughed. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I go upstairs and I grab my voicemail. And I'm listening to this, this voicemail. I'm hearing the voicemail, but I'm not, f- like, I am understanding it, but I'm not understanding it. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, what What does that mean? Like, what? I'm like, um, and so then I, I called the number back. I'm like, hey, hey, uh, it's me. And then they start to explain it to me. And I'm like, I, I come from upstairs, I'm, I come downstairs and... They're explaining it to me, and I'm just like, okay, okay, okay. And so I hung up the phone, and I remember that um, I'm like standing in the doorway, kind of like there was our stairs right next to the front door, and then I was kind of like uh, just standing there, kind of in shock. And then my girlfriend walks to the door, and she... uh, she sees me standing in there, like, looking all weird and stuff. And she says, what's wrong? And I... I didn't even say anything. I just I just pressed... I just pressed play on the voicemail. And it was... It was my lawyer. And he said... Hey, Nathan. I just wanted to let you know that... We sent our case over to the prosecutors, Crown Prosecutors, and they sent it back today, and they've decided that they're going to drop all the charges, and you don't have to go into court next week. It was, it was, it was incredible. I, I took, I took a huge, huge gamble on, on life. In, in many ways, on in that whole experience, you know, um, drinking and driving for one. Um, but. Uh, It was. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have been able to do all the things that I've been able to do, to travel, all that kind of stuff. Like, if I didn't do this, and there, there, there's so many different like elements and aspects to this whole like situation, because, like I said, the number one reason that I went. And said that it's okay that I'm gonna go get this loan that's fucking got ridiculous interest rate. 
yes, I'm going to take it is because I believed in standing up for what I believed in. Because I kept going around and around and around and everybody kept telling me that, you know, you're, you're, you're guilty. Why would you go with a lawyer? Like, it doesn't make sense. Just go accept it. You fucked up. I was like, yeah, I know I fucked up. Okay, I know I did. I know I did. But you don't understand that I would never have done this if it if I was conscious and aware. And I can't just sit back and let them do whatever they want to me for the I like I, I have to stand up and fight for myself. And so that was one thing. That's why I made this decision. Uh, two, I always wonder when I when I let out that 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 energy in the in the car earlier that day, because because that's that's like the law of attraction. What you send out, you send in. And I and I always thought in that moment. I was sending like a hundred percent remorse out into the world, out into the universe. I just, that's, it was pure. It wasn't just someone saying, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I, I fucked up and, um, please forgive me. Like, no, this was a hundred percent from, from the core of my heart. Just, just letting go and just saying, you know, please just leave me alone. I, I fucked up. I know I did, but I learned my lesson. Just please leave me alone. And that that's the moment where people say that that's God. Like I, I've told uh, a couple people this story and they're like, that is God right there, Nathan. That's God. <laughs> and I was like, you know, what? I, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Okay. I, I, I'm going to just call it like, the universe and energy and, um, I um I know that like what you put out you get back in like I I understand that because that's kind of like a logical science um kind of stuff God kind of like you know treads in different waters so uh but they're like anyways the um yeah some some people have, have really told me that and I was just like yeah I don't know. <laughs> Not not saying not knocking, you know, if you believe in God and stuff, but I'm just I'm just saying that, um, that's that's uh, what what some people say, and yeah, it was just it's incredible, you know, um, that is that is a piece. I mean, it, it's it's so crazy to think that that was 11 years ago, March 2009, 10 years ago. We're coming up to 10 years ago. We're, we're, yeah, about 10 years ago, almost like, you know, we're just past it, like on the dot. When this happened, like a decade, like that is insane. And the amount of things that I've been able to accomplish, you know, I paid for that loan fucking forever. Like, <laughs> would I do it again? Yes, I would do it again. Absolutely. Uh, um, I, I, like I said, even though I knew I fucked up, I know that deep down in my heart, I never would have done that if I was aware and conscious. And I just could not 
could not walk in there and say I'm guilty and accept that if if I was conscious and aware and I, I did that I most likely would have just said just hand me my fucking sentence okay I fucked up totally I would be much more okay accepting the guilty on that side in that instance but because of how it all worked out there I just couldn't I personally for me who I am I could not do it even if I lost the case I still would have been happy and saying at least I at least I tried and I didn't just fucking roll over and that's the thing with life is you, you you take chances and you have you know you have no idea sometimes and sometimes they win and sometimes they fucking flop but you take chances and it hurts and so um that's that's what makes life exciting you know and you you then come out at the end thinking like 10 years ago that happened and I, I get to I get to have that for the next however long I live, you know, and that'll always be such a impactful time of my life, that moment. And like I've taken so much from it and it's just incredible. So anyways, guys, I hope that uh, you enjoyed this. Um, got a lot to uh, share. Uh please like give me your comments give me your feedback um don't forget to rate the podcast wherever you listen to it uh rate it share it comment it send me an email if you are not on my email list unpluggedfreedom.com is where you can find me and you can sign up to my email list and then um, you'll get updates on podcasts and anything else that i might be doing i'll usually put it through there because uh everywhere else you'll get censored so um yeah i gotta go it's cold okay uh it's actually really nice out the moon is not quite full what is it it's uh friday friday the 26th Ooh, that means never mind (laughs) um yeah the moon's like almost so it's like really bright out and then i have like these big mountains behind me that are um like lit up because of the moon it's so bright it's it's super cool looking so I'm going to go home and chill, all right? And uh, hopefully you guys are having a good evening and staying out of trouble, all right? Take care.